Welcome to a special episode of World War I Centennial News, commemorating the centennial of the armistice. This special is brought to you by the U.S. World War I Centennial Commission, the Pritzker Military Museum and Library, and the Starr Foundation. On November 11, 2018, we held a non-denominational sacred service in partnership with our nation's church, Washington National Cathedral. It was a beautiful, touching, and moving experience for everyone who attended and for those who watched online. This week for the podcast, we're going to bring you the sound of the entire service. And for those of you who'd like to see the video of the live cast, just go to www.cc.org forward slash sacred service, all one word, all lowercase. We put that link and a link to the downloadable program into the podcast notes. The program itself is a beautiful document and a worthy keepsake. Here is the sacred service held at Washington National Cathedral, commemorating the centennial of the Armistice of World War I.
Please be seated. Good morning, my name is Randy Hollerith. I am the Dean of Washington National Cathedral. And on behalf of Mary Ann Buddy, the Episcopal Bishop of the Diocese of Washington, and all of us who are fortunate enough to serve this cathedral, welcome. This cathedral is a house of prayer for all people. So please know that now and always you are very welcome here, and we are blessed by your presence. My thanks to the World War I Commission for the opportunity to host today's service on this 11th day of the 11th month, exactly 100 years after the last guns of World War I fell silent. This cathedral has deep connections to those who lived, led, and served during the Great War. President Woodrow Wilson and First Lady Edith Bowling Wilson are both interred here in the cathedral, making President Wilson the only United States president buried within the District of Columbia. In addition, we are honored to be the final resting place of Norman Prince, one of the first Americans to volunteer to serve in World War I and the founder of the Lafayette Escadrille, the Flying Corps of American volunteers who came to aid the French in the early years of the war. Killed in 1916 while returning from action, Prince is considered one of the godfathers of the United States Air Force. Moreover, Washington National Cathedral was blessed by a long association with General John Pershing. General Pershing was a member of the cathedral's governing board for more than 25 years and the chair of the cathedral's National Fundraising Committee. World War I was thought to be the war to end all wars. More than 115,000 American troops gave their lives. Their number among the millions of civilians and 10 million military personnel who were killed on both sides of this conflict. It was hoped that such devastating loss of life would galvanize humanity to find another way to resolve disputes. But alas, that has not been the case. And so today, as we remember the fallen and honor the dead, let us also pray for peace, lasting peace at home and abroad. For a while, we are eternally grateful for the men and women who have defended our freedom with their very lives. We owe it to their memory to find another way, a better way. Thank you for your presence here among us this morning, and God bless you. At the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, the guns fell silent on the Western Front, bringing an end to the First World War. Our nation has recalled that moment on this day through the decades. Now, 100 years later, we gather here today to remember lives sacrificed in the service of our country and those traumatized and injured in battle. We also remember and pay tribute to our 28th Commander-in-Chief, President Woodrow Wilson, whose final resting place is here at the Washington National Cathedral. 
May we have such a devotion to justice and freedom that the heroism of all who fought may continue to be remembered in a nation of service and in a world of peace. We gather this day to glorify God who sustains the world, to remember with thanksgiving those who lived and died in the service of our country, and to ask God's help and blessings that we may be worthy of their sacrifice each day of our lives.
الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح most great God is most great I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except God I bear witness that Muhammad is an apostle of God come to prayer come to prayer come to salvation come to salvation God is most great there's none worthy of worship except God Shema Adonai is our God. Adonai is one. Blessed is God's glorious majesty forever and ever. Oh. 
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. God and Father of all, remember your mercy and look with your healing love on all your people, living and departed. On this day, we especially ask that you would hold forever all who suffer, who suffered during the First World War, those who returned scarred by warfare, those who waited anxiously at home, and those who returned wounded and disillusioned, those who mourned, and those communities that were diminished and suffered loss. Remember, too, those who acted with kindly compassion, those who bravely risked their own lives for their comrades, and those who, in the aftermath of war, worked tirelessly for a more peaceful world. And as you remember them, remember us, O Lord. Grant us peace in our time and a longing for the day when people of every language, race, and nation will be brought into the unity of Christ's kingdom. This we ask in the name of the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Please be seated. A reading from the book of Ecclesiasticus. Let us now sing the praises of famous men, our ancestors in their generations. The Lord appointed to them great glory, his majesty from the beginning. There were those who ruled in their kingdoms and made a name for themselves by their valor. Those who gave counsel because they were intelligent, those who spoke in prophetic oracles, those who led the people by their counsels and by their knowledge of the people's lore. They were wise in their words of instruction. Those who, were, who were composed musical tunes or put verses in writing. Rich men endowed with resources, living peacefully in their homes. All these were honored in their generations and were the pride of their times. Some of them have left behind a name so that others declare their praise. But of others, there is no memory. They have perished as though they had never existed. They have become as though they had never been born. They and their children after them. But these also were godly men whose righteous deeds have not been forgotten. Their wealth will remain with their descendants and their inheritance with their children's children. Their descendants stand by the covenants, their children also for their stake. Their offspring will continue forever and their glory will never be blotted out. Their bodies are buried in peace, but their name lives on generation after generation. The assembly declares their wisdom and the congregation proclaims their praise.
Rouge Bouquet by Joyce Kilmer. In a wood they call the Rouge Bouquet, there is a new-made grave today, built by never a spade nor pick, yet covered with earth ten meters thick. There lie many fighting men, dead in their youthful prime, never to laugh, nor love again, nor taste the summertime. For death came flying through the air and stopped his flight at the dugout stair, touched his prey and left them there, clay to clay. He hid their bodies stealthily. In the soil of the land they fought to free and fled away. Now, over the grave abrupt and clear, three volleys ring, and perhaps their brave young spirits hear the bugle sing, go to sleep, go to sleep. Slumber well where the shell screamed and fell. Let your rifles rest on the muddy floor. You will not need them anymore. Dangers past. Now at last, go to sleep. There is on earth no worthier grave to hold the bodies of the brave than this place of pain and pride where they nobly fought and nobly died. Never fear, but in the skies, saints and angels stand smiling with their holy eyes on this newcome band. St. Michael's sword darts through the air and touches the aureole on his hair as he sees them stand saluting there, his stalwart sons, and Patrick, Bridget, Columkill, rejoice that in the veins of warriors still the gale's blood runs and up to heaven's doorway floats from the wood called Rouge Bouquet, a delicate cloud of bugle notes that softly say, farewell, farewell. Comrades true, born anew, peace to you. Your soul shall be where the heroes are and your memory shine like the morning star, brave and dear, shield us here, farewell. Let us pray Psalm 116 responsibly by whole verse. I love that the Lord should hear my voice and my supplications. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him all my days. The cords of death compass me, and the straits of the netherworld got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Gracious is the Lord and righteous, yea, our God is compassionate. The Lord preserved the simple, I was brought low, and he Return, O my soul, unto thy rest, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. I shall walk before the Lord in the lands of the living. I said in my haste, all men are liars. I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. My house, my name, the Lord. The name of the Lord. 
Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord.
The Young Dead Soldiers Do Not Speak by Archibald McLeish. The young dead soldiers do not speak. Nevertheless, they are heard in the still houses. Who has not heard them? They have a silence that speaks for them at night and when the clock counts. They say, we were young, we have died, remember us. They say, we have done what we could, but until it is finished, it is not done. They say, we have given our lives, but until it is finished, no one can say what our lives gave. They say, our deaths are not ours, they are yours. They will mean what you make them. They say, whether our lives and our deaths were for peace and a new hope or for nothing, we cannot say. It is you who must say this. They say, we leave you our deaths, give them their meaning. Give them an end to the war and a true peace. Give them a victory that ends the war and a peace afterwards. Give them their meaning. We were young, they say. We have died. Remember us. The squad approached a German roadblock with two machine guns. The soldier got up with his bayonet in hand and against the orders of his sergeant charged. The German troops tried to wave him off. He kept going, firing a shot or two. When he got too close to the machine guns, he was shot in a burst of automatic fire and killed instantly.
At 10.59 a.m., the last soldier was killed, an American, just one minute before the armistice took effect. Just one minute. Knowing the armistice would come into force at 11 a.m., the German soldiers had tried to stop him, to wave him off, to stop the bloodshed. This last man who died shot by a German machine gunner This last man, Henry Gunther, a German-American, born to German parents in Maryland, had he waited just one more minute, they might have welcomed him as a brother. My Bruder! My Bruder! As many as 35 million dead, millions more wounded, families torn apart, with another 50 or 100 million dead from the flu of 1919, the founding catastrophe of the modern age, ushering the greatest period of change in human history, a world forever changed. Remember, O oh Lord, the souls of all those who have gone on before us, both those who are remembered and those who are forgotten. An excerpt from For the Fallen, in honor of each one of them. And if I may, a personal salute, in memory of Private Harold Forsberg, of the 135th Field Artillery Regiment, 37th Division. They went with songs to the battle. They were young, straight of limb, true of eye, steady and aglow. They were staunch to the end against odds uncounted. They fell with their faces to the foe. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them. Indulge me for one minute, and let's step back in time to the year 1927. A young army captain, veteran of World War I, stood right there 
and by his side, his wife. That captain had been through four major battles. He suffered wounds, he was gassed, but the good Lord had led him back. And in my mother's hand was a baby, and that baby was handed to Bishop Freeman, who baptized that baby. I'm that baby. I'm that lucky man who had the strength given to me at that moment. My life started in Christ's name, and my life and career guided by two very strong parents. We celebrated that day, Armistice Day, in our home each year. Father would break out his tin hat, his Sam Brown belt, and he would read to us in concluding the poem I'm now about to read to you. In Flanders fields the poppies blow, between the crosses row and row. That mark our place, and in the sky the lark still bravely singing, fly by, scarce heard amid the guns below. We of the dead, short days ago we lived, felt dawn, saw sun glit glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe, to you, from failing hands, we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us, who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders field. Each of you today holds that torch. We remember with sorrow those whose lives were lost and those whom death has taken from our midst, taking these into our hearts with all our beloved. We recall them now with reverence. In the rising of the sun and in its going down, in the blowing of the wind and in the chill of winter, in the opening buds and in the rebirth of spring, in the blueness of the sky and in the warmth of summer, in the rustling of leaves and in the beauty of autumn, in the beginning of the year and when it ends, when we are weary and in need of strength, when we are lost and are sick of heart. When we have joys we yearn to share. So long as we live, they too shall live, for they are now a part of us.
Let us pray. Almighty God, with whom still live the spirits of those who die in the Lord, and with whom the souls of the faithful are in joy and felicity, we give you heartfelt thanks for the good examples of all your servants who, having finished their course in faith, now find rest and refreshment. May we, with all who have died in the true faith of your holy name, have perfect fulfillment and bliss in your eternal and everlasting glory. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. In days to come, the mountains of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of the mountains, and it shall be raised above the hills. All the nations shall stream to it. Many peoples will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. The word of the Lord. I was glad the armistice was signed, glad it were all over. There had been enough fighting and killing, and my feelings, like most all of the American boys, it was all over, and we were ready to go home.
soldiers also kept diaries. The notes of Private W.R. Phillips, entry November the 11th, 1918, assigned to Company D, 110th Engineers, 35th Division, Expeditionary Force. This was a happy day. The band played and our dear old flag flew proudly. That showed to us that the peace was at hand. We are ready to leave this old world behind and set sail for America and again live in peace under the dear old red, white, and blue forever. Everyone sang. Everyone suddenly burst out singing and I was filled with such delight as prisoned birds must find in freedom, winging wildly across the white orchards and dark green fields, on and on and out of sight. Everyone's voice was suddenly lifted and beauty came like the setting sun. My heart was shaken with tears and horror drifted away. Oh, but everyone was a bird, and the song was wordless, and the singing will never be done. An excerpt from the Presidential Proclamation for Thanksgiving Day, 1918. This year we have special and moving cause to be grateful and to rejoice. God has, in his good pleasure, given us peace. It has not come as a mere secession of arms, a mere relief from the strain and tragedy of war. It has come as a great triumph of right. Complete victory has brought us not peace alone, but the confident promise of a new day, a new day as well in which justice shall replace force and jealous intrigue among the nations. O oh God, lead us from the unreal to the real. O oh God, lead us from the darkness to light. O oh God, lead us from death to immortality. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti unto all. O Lord God Almighty, may there be peace in celestial regions. May there be peace on earth. May the waters be appeasing. May herbs be wholesome. And may trees and plants bring peace to all. May all beneficent beings bring peace to us. May all things be a source to peace for all of us. And may your peace itself bestow peace on all. And may that peace come to me also. May all beings everywhere plagued with sufferings of body and mind quickly be freed from their illnesses. May those frightened cease to be afraid. And may those bound 
be free. May the powerless find power, and may people think of befriending one another. May those who find themselves in trackless, fearful wildernesses, the children, the aged, the unprotected, be guarded by beneficent celestials. May our brothers and sisters, human and non-human beings, born in every form, sharing in the web of life, be safe, be happy, and be free. May true peace of the heart bring peace among all peoples of the world. May all beings everywhere find joy and blessings. May I and all beings awaken together. O oh, great spirit of our ancestors, I raise my pipe to you, to your messengers, the four winds, and to Mother Earth who provides for all your children. Give us the wisdom to teach our children to love, to respect, and to be kind to each other so that they may grow with a peace of mind. Let us learn to share all good things that you provide for us on this earth. In the name of Allah, Beneficent, the Merciful. Praise be to the Lord of the universe who has created us and made us into tribes and nations that we may know each other, not that we may despise each other. If the enemy inclines towards peace, do you also incline toward peace? And trust God for Lord is the one that hears and knows all things. And the servants of God, most gracious are those who walk on the earth in humility. And when we address them, we say peace. Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, that we may walk the paths of the Most High. And we shall beat our swords into plowshares and our spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword towards nation, neither shall they learn war any more, and none shall be afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of hosts has spoken. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. It is in dying to self that we are born to eternal life. Eternal God, creator of all humankind, source of light and life, Bless the peoples of the earth with a sense of kinship that our hearts may be turned towards one another. 
Help us to learn those principles upon which a lasting peace may be built. Guide with your just and gentle wisdom all who take counsel for the nations of the world, that all people may spend their days in security, freedom, and peace. We pray in your holy name. pray for all who suffer as a result of conflict and ask that God may give us peace. For the servicemen and women who have died in the violence of war, each one remembered by and known to God. For those who love them in death as in life, offering the distress of our grief and sadness of our loss. May God bless peace. For all members of the armed forces who are in danger this day, remembering family, friends, and all who pray for their safe return. May God bless peace. For civilian women, children, and men whose lives are disfigured, by war or terror, calling to mind in penitence the anger and hatreds of humanity. For peacemakers and peacekeepers who seek to keep this world secure and free. May God give us peace. For all who bear the burden and privilege of leadership, political, military, and religious, asking for gifts of wisdom and resolve in the search for reconciliation and peace. May God Most holy God and Father, hear our prayers for all who strive for peace and all who fight for justice. Help us who today remember the cost of war to work for a better tomorrow and as we commend to you lives lost in terror and conflict, bring us all in the end to the peace of your presence. In your name we pray. Amen. Almighty God, we commend to your gracious care and keeping all men and women of our armed forces at home and abroad. Defend them by day with your heavenly grace. Strengthen them in their trials and temptations. Give them the courage to face the perils which beset them and grant them a sense of your abiding presence wherever they may be. 
through Jesus Christ, our Lord. If you are so inclined, would you pray with me together? Lord, strengthen our hearts, hands, and minds to work together for peace, to see you and one another, and to seek your kingdom above all things, that your will may be seen to be done and your kingdom come through Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Let us go forth in peace. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God.
That was the World War I Armistice Centennial Sacred Service from the U.S. World War I Centennial Commission in partnership with Washington National Cathedral. We want to thank you for joining us. So long. <laughs>